0: You're listening to The Quince Podcast. People used to think like it's like a death sentence, you know, having HIV. Everything should go hand in hand. Safe sex, regular testing, somebody to talk to, somebody to treat you and somebody not to judge you, you know.
1: More than 1 million sexually transmitted infections, or STIs, are acquired every day worldwide. This is despite the fact that STIs are easily preventable, if only we talked more about them. Hello everyone, I'm Sakhi, a health correspondent at QuintFit. I'll be speaking to Dr. Nivedita Manokaran, who is a dermatologist, a venereologist, a clinician in sexual and reproductive health and HIV medicine. She's here to take us through the basics of STIs and to explain to us how we can stay safe and healthy while also being sexually active. So my first question to her is, how prevalent are STIs?
0: Look, I think STIs are pretty common, more common than we think that they are. If you're having a lot of casual sex, just make sure condoms, condoms, and condoms, and they're the only thing that actually prevents you 80% from STIs. I'm saying 80% because there are some STIs that are skin-to-skin transmitted and condoms don't prevent them. So on saying that, use condoms 80% of the times you can prevent yourself from getting an STI. And then I also tell people that independent of using condoms, you need to get regular testing because a lot of the STIs are asymptomatic and you don't know you have them you won't have symptoms for years and years so if you're a sexually active individual and you're not having you know like a regular long time partner like a you know uh it's worthwhile going and getting regular STI testing at least twice a year depending on how many people you go through I think every 10 partners I think it's worthwhile getting tested and if whatever is first if once a year is first then I recommend people should do that but If 10 partners is first, I recommend between that they should do an STI test as well.
1: Now for an infection that can be transmitted sexually, breaking the chain by identifying exposed people through contact tracing is also very important.
0: Another important part in prevention of STI is treating the partner and it's Mm -hmm. called contact tracing. So it's a great way. So when you find somebody with STIs, you have to go back at least three months from where they are and see who are their partners in the last three months. And if you can kind of, it's called contact tracing. So if you can kind of trace those contacts and just let them know that, you know, you need to go and have an STI test or I had something and things like that, then you're kind of actually preventing that circle from happening.
1: Regular screening and testing is made even more crucial because many STIs do not show any symptoms. So are there any signs that we need to watch out for?
0: Most of the times, STIs can be asymptomatic and you may not have any signs and symptoms. So just because you don't have signs and symptoms, don't think you don't have an STI. If you especially had, you know, unprotected sex, casual partner, and you're worried that, oh my God, I don't know what I caught from or her don't keep the worry and sit on it go and definitely go and get tested and on saying that anything that has not been present normally for you and this kind of an exposure has happened I think it's worthwhile worrying anywhere from between either having an abnormal vaginal discharge it's not something that is normal for you every cycle uh, too thick uh, itchy you know greenish yellow a kind of blood stained and all of those things are something that's worthwhile go Going and getting in attention. And if you're having pain during sex, after sex, and if you're having bleeding after sex and bleeding in between your periods, just randomly all over the place, that is again some of the symptoms of STIs. And it is a good uh, idea to go and get yourself checked and tested. Uh, and for men, again, urethral discharge or burning during peeing and pain in the testicles and any of that can be, uh, you know, some of the symptoms. And these are all infections, like very localized infections. There can be some general symptoms like for Like when I say like bigger STIs, like syphilis or HIV, you can have a whole range of symptoms from, you know, genital ulcers that are painless. And you can have an entire body rash, fever, multiple lymph nodes swollen, just feeling terribly unwell, Uh, you know, a whole range of these kind of generalized symptoms can also happen with um, STDs.
1: Our knowledge of STI treatments is especially quite ancient many are still of the opinion that some STIs like HIV are nothing short of a death sentence. But that's far from the truth, especially today. Dr. Manokaran breaks this myth for us.
0: Uh, So I think, look, most STIs are very easily curable, I should say. If you get tested, you can get treated and that's easy. One of the STIs or maybe a couple are these viral STIs. One is herpes and the other is HIV, I should say. Uh, these two things, I think, because they come with you for the rest of your life and there is no treatment, but there's only control, um, people find it extremely stressful and more stressful than other STIs, to be honest. And I think with the whole herpes thing, it's like, a it's a cold sore. And, you know, we, people have cold sores and things coming in their lip for ages. And that's not something that people are actually concerned about. And if the same thing comes in the genital area, I think it's not about the herpes. It's about the transmission that it has sexually happened. Uh, Coming to HIV, which is a bigger one. And I feel like HIV has done so well over the years. You know, the whole dynamic of having HIV has changed from being life sentence or you know people used to think like it's like a death sentence you know having HIV it has gone to a phase where we can actually now define HIV as a chronic illness and not a death sentence so people with HIV can have a normal lifespan a natural lifespan and they can live a healthy life where they can you know they can actually do everything normally including having sex with their sexual partners without using a condom or you know giving Getting married or uh, having sex and not transmitting HIV to their partners. And also, the partners get pregnant and Having negative babies and able to have a normal life like how they would have had if they were not infected with HIV is possible with today's treatment and the treatment is really, really fantastic, not like those days. So from somewhere between 8 to 12 pills a day, we've actually come down to one tablet once a day, which is more or less, you know, a lot of people take vitamins more than that, to be honest and the side effects for the one tablets once a day has really really like really gone down it's nothing this treatment suppresses the virus to really really low as low as even less than 20 virus in your entire system i'm saying 20 because the machines these days are detecting anything over a 20 and anything less than a 20 the machine is not detecting so it could be even 1 It could be one or two virus in your system and that's it. So the medications are so amazing that that's what they do. So when you're having things, that virus that is undetectable and so low, you don't transmit it to your sexual partners or your children.
1: The stigma associated with STIs, especially HIV, makes the journey even more disturbing for those who are diagnosed. The issue today is not the management of the disease because medical science has advanced enough to make that smooth. The issue instead is the stigma held by the society. That is what makes recovery more difficult than it has to be.
0: But HIV and depression is another really, really big and major thing that we cause also due to various factors. We have patients who are like three, you know, four, five years into being diagnosed. The virus is undetectable, and they've been undetectable for a long time. But the amount of trauma that the whole diagnosis has actually caused you know that I didn't expect I didn't think it'll be me and now what happens about how what are people going to think about me is such an important question in people's life and I think we need really efficient psychologists and you know counselors support system you know friends and family they play such a major role and of course doctors and I think It is very important to have all of this to be able to kind of convince you that it doesn't matter. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts.